Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. Katie, how are you? I am doing all right. <laughs> yeah, this is the last episode of a three-parter. We made it to part three. Yeah. Yay. This is uh, Spirit of Thunder Rock, part three, first aired November 11th. Never forget, 1982. <laughs> Synopsis reads, The biggest quake of them all strikes and causes a cave-in, trapping Marty with the poacher. <gasps> oh no, what's going to happen? Well, it... That. <laughs> that is pretty much this episode. Yes. <laughs> that is, uh, if you're expecting anything else, not a whole lot else happens. <laughs> yeah. The upside of that is we have less locations to zip around in. That's so. true. Less clearings to go to. Yeah. Um, so that's good. A little yep. more coherent. A bunch of the family has been whisked away. We never see them again. Exactly. So no how long have to worry about them. Good riddance. <laughs> Bye, Lewis. <laughs> Bye. So episode starts with a quick recap. Yep. And then it does that weird thing where it just goes right into the episode. Straight in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we start properly, I guess. The episode <laughs> starts with Marty outside of the car. Yep. She's just waiting for her family. Um, she finds a cloth that has blood on it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, it's at the wreck car. It's the it's from her mom. Yes. That's her mom's blood. Because uh, her mom, if you didn't watch the last episode, cracked in the head by a tree branch through a car roof. Or her daughter. <laughs> or, or, or that's true. Yes, murdered by her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marty, of course, was in the shed, tied up. Yes. So she had no idea about any of this. Nope. So she's kind of freaked out. She hears mm. a gunshot. Yes. And she goes to find the source of that. Yep. Run to the gunshot. That's what they say. That's right. That's what they tell you to do. <laughs> you hear gunshots, you run towards them. You run them. towards them. You got to swarm. That's the that's the trick. Exactly. That's why zombies are terrifying. Yes. Swarm. You got to swarm harder. That's what you that's how you beat zombies. Swarm harder. Swarm harder. <laughs> you got to gather a big group of people together. Yes. Swarm. <laughs> just, just zerg swarm in there. Anyways, I have uh, this location as man camp. Uh, so yes, man camp. They're at the man camp. Uh, scary, creepy man. He shoots the gun in the air he to does. make a point mm-hmm. um, because he tells Tony, like, don't move. And Tony tries to leave. <laughs> Immediately he's like, move. And like, I don't understand what Tony was going for. He's reaching for something. And the right. only thing he could actually get is this little coffee cup, <laughs> this tin coffee no, cup. Like just those ones that every camper has. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tony's secretly been trained the deadly art of killing a man with a tin coffee cup. He's Jason Bourne. He's, like, <laughs> he's got a little bit of rope in his pocket. He's going to like attach the end and make it into a nunchuck. Yeah. John Wick. <laughs> he's just coming at you with this cup. He's like deflecting the bullets with the coffee pew, cup. Pew, pew. Ping, yeah. ping, ping. It's like, oh God. <laughs> Like Wonder Woman has her like uh, gauntlets. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a indestructible gauntlets. He's got a two ninety nine <laughs> Coleman uh, camping coffee cup Coleman from Canadian indestructible. Tire. Indestructible. That's right. They, some of them do have good warranties. <laughs> yeah, um, bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, can't make a lantern worth a damn, but a great coffee cup. <laughs> Amazing. Um, scary, scary, creepy man explains that Marty is back at the cabin, right under Tony's right nose. Right under your nose. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, he shows Tony the hilt that he has taken from the cave, mm-hmm. the two dollar uh, uh, value village Halloween prop, Halloween product mm-hmm. kilt. Yeah, kilt yeah. hilt. Uh, <laughs> it'd be nice if it was a kilt. What kind of Viking is this? 
Well, more importantly, what did they make the kilt out of? <laughs> really? It has still lasted. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible material. That's just fantastic. <laughs> These alien Vikings. <laughs> yep. And there's no underwear here, so we know he wore it proper. Like, <laughs> yeah. this guy's on it. Truly Scottish. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Scottish Viking. He's the guy from Highlander, whatever his <laughs> name is. Oh, uh, ooh, uh, what is his name? Jamie. Jamie. Jamie yeah. something. Frazier. Frazier. Wow, okay. It. You could just pick a name and I'd be like, yep, sure. Sounds Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he, he shows up the hilt and Tony uh, spots Hobo kind of sneaking up. Yeah. Um, so he starts talking to the scary man and he's like, wow, that mm-hmm. actually looks like it's worth a lot of money. You must have found that in the cave. The man's like, you know about the cave? And he's <laughs> like, yeah. I'm thinking there's probably more stuff in there and we could dig it up faster if it was... <laughs> just two men <laughs> instead of just one man and <laughs> the funny thing is remember i told you i thought his name was ted yes and i autocorrected every ted to tony yes. so it says uh tony propositions the man the man seems inter tony because <laughs> it found the ted on the end of interested and turned it into interest tony <laughs> you do like the whatever the auto change yeah. it only does it if it's those exact three letters alone no it did it for this <laughs> why the man seems inters tony <laughs> this is a very different episode all of a sudden this took a real turn yep this one has to air after midnight yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> marty steer clear don't swarm the gunshots <laughs> yeah stay away <laughs> Anyways. X-rated for a second there. Yeah, that's right. There's more than one gun in this scene. (laughs) They're both cocked, locked, and ready to (laughs) Oh, this is killing my sinuses. (laughs) You did that to to yourself. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> Hobo knocks down Scary Man, and Tony doesn't pick up the gun. I know. I was he, like, what are you doing, Tony? He and, just runs. And the man is, like, fully stunned. Yes. Like, he has been tackled by, like, a truck, not a German Shepherd. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a boss in a video game. He's got, yeah. he's been, he's flashing, and he's got a three-second timer on top of him. Yeah, I can't get up yet. Yeah, and Tony's like... No, I won't take the rifle. Absolutely The not. loaded rifle. Yes, your only weapon. Like, even if you're going to run yeah. and you want to run, take the gun with you. Exactly. Then at least all you have to worry about is him chasing you. Yes. But you have the gun. You have the gun. No, he leaves the gun yeah. and then he just runs on foot. This thing is also a rifle. This isn't a handgun. No. It's useless at like 100 feet. Yeah. This is a rifle. Mm-hmm. He can hit you. He can hit you through things. He can hit you at a distance. <laughs> and you have to assume that he's a decent shot. Yes. <laughs> so Presumably, he's been living off the land for a while. He's got a rabbit pelt. Yeah. I he... mean, if you're sh- if you're hitting a rabbit with a rifle, you're a pretty good shot. Yeah. They're not that big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Hobo, though, to his credit, steals <laughs> the hilt. He does. The important thing. <laughs> he did his job. Tony yeah. failed. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that father. definitely won't make the man mad at all, though. No, of course not. He wouldn't be upset about this at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony makes it back to camp, to the cabin. Yep. He spots the shed and he goes to look. Of course, Marty's not there anymore. Yep. 
he realizes gone. there's a big old hole, a Marty shaped <laughs> hole there. Yep. Um, Just chopped her way out. Yep. Uh, Marty has gone back to the cave, of course. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to the gunshot. I, exactly. Where was she going? I guess she hid in the cave. I guess so. Where the man with the gun knows, to, knows go. to go. Yeah, and has not looted the entirety of the tre- treasure. Yes. But yes. Anyways, we... Wait. Oh, she's outside the cave. Yes. I sorry, confused myself for a moment because inside the cave, uh, yes, there's a lapse in time here. There is obviously some sort of time jump. We hear <laughs> a scary poacher man yell. Yep. And then we hear a gunshot. Yep. Daddy. Marty goes in. Yeah, she's got to go find it. She's got to go towards the gunshot. Yeah, swarming. <laughs> Just swarming away. Swarm, swarm, swarm. Uh, he's clearly been bit by another snake. <laughs> Maybe it was the same. Oh, no, Hobo killed that snake. He, he threw that one exploded. He exploded. So I guess the snake was trying to get revenge for his dead brother snake. Revenge of the snake. <laughs> yeah. You're on a roll today. There we go. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, but wouldn't you know it? Another earthquake happens. Another earthquake. <laughs> it's uh, it's about fifteen seconds of stock footage. It's so long. Yeah. Of just shake, 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 shaky cam, shaky cam, shaky cam. And there's some actual like earthquake footage. Yeah. But then there's a shot of a rock slowly Slide. sliding <laughs> into a river. Yep. It's just like somebody pushed a rock. Like a twenty pound stone. It's not. <laughs> it's not that big. No. I'm Ooh, like, oh so boy, dramatic. hang on, everyone. <laughs> this is gonna be terrible. There's a bunch of people clearly like with shovels full of dirt, just chucking <laughs> them on the set. Yeah. Throw the dirt. Yeah. So everything calms down. Uh, Poacher Man and Marty come out of a big pile of sand. A huge pile of They've sand. They've been buried completely. Yeah, I don't know where all that sand came from in a cave, but yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that bat must be like long gone. <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> um, anyways, they're trapped inside now. Yes, they've been stuck in the cave. The man says, looks like the whole side of the hills come down. I don't think we can get out of here. <laughs> And I thought, well, it's time for cannibalism (laughs) immediately. Yeah, and really, Marty, you need to kill him because he'll last for a long time. Yeah, you need to kill him now before the poison spreads. Exactly. You can't eat that poison meat. Yeah. It's tasty, tasty poison meat. Chop that leg off. Get it. Get it gone. (laughs) Um, So Marty instead kind of like cinches off the man's leg so the poison won't travel higher. Yes. Presumably. Yes. That's not enough, though, because the man explains... That you need to get the poison out by using a knife. Yes. So he takes a lighter or a match Uh and he sterilizes the knife as best he can. Yep. And then he says, well, you know, you got to cut the leg open in two spots to get the poison out. But he can't do it. His hands are shaking too much. So now Marty's got to do it. (laughs) I think she's just tenderizing the juicy, (laughs) juicy leg meat. That's all she's doing. So this whole scene, I was like, is this... What you're supposed to do, like, a sna- is this how you handle a poisonous snake bite? This cannot be how you handle a poisonous snake bite. I Googled it. Yeah. Up until a few years ago, this was how they recommended dealing with a poisonous just snake bite. Bleed it out. Is tourniquet it. Yeah. Cut it and then suck out the poison. Yeah. Until a few years ago. And now what do they recommend? Now, th- okay, wait, I wrote it down. Okay. As of 2002, they've officially refuted that. Uh, <laughs> venom enters the bloodstream extremely quickly trying to suck it out is ineffective uh, the best way to prevent venom from quickly moving through the bloodstream is to remain calm keep the wound below the heart avoid running or doing anything that would increase the heart rate and get to the hospital <laughs> sounds fair yeah still gonna suck it out though absolutely that's what 
you know, the movies tell me to do. So, yeah. Hobo said so. Well, actually, Hobo, Hobo, Hobo told me to cut my leg open and suck <laughs> out. Make a little th- X and just. Yep. Well, presumably that's what she had to do, even though they do not mention it. They don't show it. <laughs> if he knows all the other steps. Now, you don't know. Poacher <laughs> is very flexible. <laughs> He's a flexible man. He's been doing his All yoga. he does is he hunts, he kills, yep. he eats, and he does yoga. He loves the yoga. He loves it. <laughs> He's very zen. <laughs> yes, it's how he it keeps him calm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I was very distracted by the whole, that is not how you handle a snake bite, right? Yo. But apparently it was. <laughs> Back of the cabin, Louise returns. She is not at all suffering from a severe concussion. No, she should definitely be driving behind the wheel and making good decisions. She was knocked unconscious. <laughs> for a while. Like, it, for at least 10 minutes. Yes. That is a severe concussion. We've discussed this a few times on this podcast. Anything more than a minute. Yeah. Brain damage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are in a coma. Yeah. You should be in a coma. You, We're dead. Yeah. I mean. like You need to be in a hospital and not moving. Yes. No, she's back. <laughs> she's there. She's back and she's there alone because it's a holiday and all the government <laughs> workers are not around. Because there's nowhere else to go other than the government offices. Yes. All the police <laughs> take the day off. Absolutely. Didn't you know that? If you get in an accident, if you have an injury, you're screwed till the next it's day. It's Labor Day. Like, they're not Get out of here. <laughs> Actually, they're in Nashville, so it's probably not. <laughs> yeah. But apparently all the cops in Nashville just, just take the day off. Yeah. No, no worky. Uh, Tony gives her a quick recap. Hobo shows up. He's got a bracer, like the gauntlet. Yeah, the leather, whatever it was. Yeah. Yep. And they're like, oh, I know where Marty is. <laughs> she must be in the she cave. She must be in the cave. <laughs> so that's where we're going. Yep. We're going back to the cave. Gonna check it out. Marty and the man are trying to yell, but it won't work. Nope. And it's actually bringing more sand down because their voices are sand so is like it's like causing an avalanche apparently i guess they must just be underneath a big old pile of sand yeah this is so where the municipality stores that are winter <laughs> yeah winter road, road maintenance sand because it's just pouring down yeah <laughs> um the man takes a moment to ask marty if she can uh, whistle like a boy okay so first he asks if she can whistle and she's like yeah, yeah and she does uh, and he's like no no like a boy and then he does the, the fingers in the mouth whistle. Yeah. I mean, like a boy, like, like one of these, you know? No. Why would you write that line? It's very strange. Oh, Is that goodness. how a boy whistles? Uh, you tell me you're a boy. I can't whistle like that. In <laughs> fact, I've only ever seen two people do it, and one of them was a woman. <laughs> so. <laughs> Presumably anybody can learn how to do I would, it. I would assume there's no gender on fingers in the mouth whistle. <laughs> Nope. But apparently there is. According to this man. Yes. (laughs) Marty finds her pipe. Yep. And she begins playing her song because that will get somebody to help. And to her credit, Hobo hears it. He does. He recognizes it right away. Those ears perk up. (laughs) Yep. But he also sees like a huge fault line in the ground. Yes. The ground is cracked wide open. Yeah. He follows it right into the back of the cave. (laughs) It opened up a new entrance. It's a new entrance. (laughs) Convenient. Yeah. All these like little crystalline dogs come flying out of there. (laughs) Did you make a Star Wars reference? Yeah. Wow. I watched that like a couple days ago. Wow. Because I could not remember how that movie ended. I was so impressed. It's like I saw that in theaters. I don't remember what happened. Luke dies. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) And he becomes a force ghost. He does. No one dies. Presumably. Yeah. I haven't seen the newest ones. Clearly no one dies if Palpatine comes back. Spoiler. Spoilers, everyone. (laughs) Wow. Just saying. Anyways, I'm just very impressed. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so Tony and Louise, they show up and they start digging. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to get very far. This is where I wrote, this episode is quite boring. 
nothing's happening. I wanted Dante's Peak or the movie Volcano levels of natural disaster. <laughs> I wanted Escape from New York. <laughs> that would have been good too. Yeah. I would have taken that. Anything. It's even got a snake in it. <laughs> Gosh darn snakes are everywhere. <laughs> Can't get away. There's got to be more snakes in that cave, right? Absolutely. That cave must be swarming with snakes. Oh, I forgot to mention, he shot that snake. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? A snake bites you and you shoot it with a rifle? Like, you're like, You have to get back. <laughs> like, what, did he do it one-handed? Did he, like, put the rifle up to the snake's head? I like to think he, like, grabbed the snake, flung it into the air. Shot, shot it out of the air? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> I like to think that, like, the snake went for in for a second bite, uh, yeah. but instead he, like... He got the rifle at just the right way, so the snake grabbed onto the end of the rifle. And then he was like, he had some cool line. He's like, looks like you bit off more than you could chew. And then blows it up. (laughs) That would be, yes, amazing. Yeah. That's exactly how it happened. That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) It's it's canon now. Yep, done. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Christine Foster. (laughs) Right. Normally Uh, you're great, but... I think that was just a little bit better. Yeah. They probably cut it out. She probably wrote it and they cut she it did, out. She did, yeah. Yeah, for time. Mm-hmm, it was, wasn't exciting enough. <laughs> yeah. We had to get more of these people digging. <laughs> yeah. All the digging. All of it. It's so dramatic. Um, so tense. <laughs> so Man and Marty hear the hobo barking away at the other entrance. So they start digging their way out. And they're like, oh, there's another way out. It looks really loose, too. Like, it's very loose sand. It's just beach sand. <laughs> it looks like a two-minute job. It, yeah. But instead of doing two-minute job, man goes over and gets a length of rope, and he (laughs) gives it to the hobo, and the hobo runs the rope out of through the entrance, so they know how far they have to go. Did they think they have to dig like the hobo? How is the hobo? I don't understand why they're doing this. It's not like the hobo has a drill attached to his face, and he's just like (laughs) drilling drilling his way out. Why? why? It makes no sense. They can see daylight. They have a lantern. He has like a coleman lantern in there <laughs> yes which is why it's not that bright but he's he, he, they could they can see absolutely they're not in any immediate danger it's not like they need to get out asap they have a hole with air coming through yeah <laughs> take your time and dig out yeah hobo finds tony louise he leads them to the second entrance marty yells um out because now they can hear each other yeah she's like oh Poacher man's been bit by a snake. <laughs> Needs help. Uh, Marty says, hey, that's my dad. And the poacher man, whose name is Walter, we uh, finally learned. Finally learned his name. He says, I know. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. <gasps> um, Tony says they have to work fast, though, because there's going to be an aftershock at <gasps> any time. Oh, no. Oh, more that earthquakes. be so dramatic, and it is the least dramatic Yeah, thing. none of these earthquakes have been anything. <laughs> no. No everyone insists on talking though yes if they could just shut up and dig they'd have been out ages ago yeah (laughs) yeah but instead they talk a whole lot yep and the aftershock finally hits somehow the hobo got into the cave did you see how he did that this confused me but no he ends up in the cave and the hobo is smart he knows when these earthquakes are coming yes he was trying to get other people out of these caves and all of a sudden, he's just like a confused dog, like in going in circles in this collapsing cave. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. I don't understand it either. <laughs> Made no it, sense. I, I don't know how he gets in. He gets in. I wonder if this was one of those, like, people were watching it thinking, oh, maybe the hobo really is going to die. And this is the end. 
Because that's the only, like, why, it's not dramatic at all. We know he's going to survive. Of course he's going to (laughs) survive. Two and a half more seasons. (laughs) Right? Oh, God, we have two and a half more seasons. (laughs) I think there's another three-parter. At some point, we need to drink during one of these. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This would have actually been a prime. Next (laughs) three-parter, we're going to go to a bar. Yes. We've. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. We're going to see, we have a friend who works at a nearby pub, Yeah, of, is the head chef and co-owner. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see if he'll let us come in there mm-hmm. and drink. <laughs> and record a podcast. Record a podcast for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. As long as we keep buying shots and beers and wine and whatever we want to drink. Spending money. <laughs> I think he'll be okay with I it. I think so too. And the audience can listen to people in the background <laughs> yeah. doing Just their things. Just snippets of conversation. Yep. <laughs> I wonder what that was about. Yeah. So, everyone is hugging when they should be digging. Yes. So, they finally get digging. Yep. Louise is so friggin' annoying because she's oh, shouting the whole time, the Tony, whole time. where are you? Ah, Tony, ah. speak to me. It's like, woman, <laughs> shut up. Dig. Man needs to dig. <laughs> Tony, be careful. Is it very deep? Can you see Marty? Tony, can you hear me? They get Marty out. And then they come back for Walter the Poacher, and he thinks really hard about not going. He definitely does. It's like, this cave is my home now. Yep, I am going to live here, and I will be caveman. I will be, I I am caveman. <laughs> yeah, could be a nice life. <laughs> yep, just me and the snakes. <laughs> chilling in the cave. <laughs> yep. He ends up getting out, though. He does. Outside, everybody is out, but the hobo does not leave because he sees the flute. It's so confusing. Why does he stay? I, I, he's going to save the, the flute. flute. That's not the hobo's MO. It is not. <laughs> At all. Material possessions? They mean nothing to him. Nothing. <laughs> but the aftershock finally rolls in. Yep. And presumably the hobo is buried. And everybody oh, sits so outside sad. and the sad piano music, the one we've heard many, many, many times, times. <laughs> rolls in and makes it seem like the hobo is dead. Everyone's like, oh, no. And I'm like, hey, remember that time that guy got bit by a snake and is dying of poison? (laughs) Like, you'd probably be getting him to a hospital. Anytime now. Also, that woman has a severe concussion. (laughs) Right. This is not a good situation for many people. Yes. The girl's probably traumatized. Yeah. She got kidnapped and tied up. With socks. Yeah, with socks. (laughs) She got almost attacked by a snake. She thought her dad got shot. She found blood. By her yeah. family car. She survived like five earthquakes. Yeah. She had to cut a man's leg open. <laughs> yeah, presumably suck out some venom. Suck out some poison. <laughs> like, okay, she needs to go. She everyone needs, needs to go somewhere. Yes. Much nicer and much more peaceful than this place. Yes. But wouldn't you know, Hobo comes on out. Yep. Yep. He survived. He is super dirty. Super, yes. Yeah. He's, they He's just up. dumped sand on that dog. Yeah, yeah. They made him roll in it, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. We fade out. Everybody's happy. Yay. Yeah. Final final scene, scene of this beautiful trilogy. Yes. Back at the cabin. Walter is looking at the hilt. He's our poacher man. Yes. And he explains, this belongs to the government. He's had a real change of heart. <laughs> Everyone is pro-government. <laughs> yes. All it took was a cave collapse. And a uh, snake bite. <laughs> Probably caused by the government. Yeah. It's fracking. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> just somewhere nearby. Yeah. <laughs> just like a fracking There's operation. There's an Exxon. <laughs> yeah. Oil rig. <laughs> oh. Just doing their thing, creating earthquakes. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, Tony tries to console him. He's like, just think though, 
The card will read, donated by Walter Hannig and Marty Kendall. And and the poacher says, <laughs> I've never been to a museum. Yeah. It shows, man. It actually really does. Uh, no, I didn't. I was yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Louise and Tony say that Hobo can come live with them now because he belongs to Marty. Yeah, he's your dog now, Marty. And Marty says, no, he doesn't belong to anybody. <laughs> she gets it. She gets it. <laughs> uh, so Hobo takes off and we get a shot of him running through a river. So he gets some of the mud off and he shakes. 100% sure we've seen that shot before in another episode. Yes. Can't remember which one, but I know I've seen that shot Definitely before. Definitely have seen that before. I think it's like the second or third episode of the first season. It's <laughs> something or like it's somewhere in that whole elephant thing. Yeah. I, yeah. It's reused footage. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's, that's the end of the whole that's thing. That's the end of the trilogy. That's it. That is the finale that we Denouement. ripped through this one. We did actually, because nothing happened. Nope. Like we talked a little bit about this off mic, but this whole trilogy is very dull. Yes. For something that you considered worthy of three parts, not a lot happens. I feel like, and I mean, this is all conjecture. Yeah. I feel like Christine Foster had this as a script. Yeah. And they told her to make it three. Yeah. Because if you condense this whole thing into great. one episode, you have a pretty banging episode. Like a very tight, yep. tense thriller of an episode. You can strip out the kids. Yep. You don't need the kids. Nope. You know, you don't really even need the wife. It can just be father, daughter, poacher. Yeah. And then you get, oh, wow, you know, they're measuring earthquakes. There's a man living on the land. He wants his cabin back. She finds treasure. He finds her. They get buried. Yeah. Hobo has to rescue. You got an episode. You got a solid 22 minutes of, yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You stretch it over an hour. This is over an hour when you put it all together. Yeah. This is not good. It just occurred to me. I've only seen the first Hobbit movie. (laughs) Yes, same here. But I know that what they did with those movies was basically extend a walking scene into three movies. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and they added a love story. Oh, yeah, they added some extraneous And they added some stuff from the Silmarillion (laughs) in there. They brought in um, Radagast and... (sighs) who's wow. not in The Hobbit. They brought in Sauron, who's not in The Hobbit. They, Legolas, <laughs> they brought in, yeah, it, it's just a mess. Just a mess of a three-parter because yes. somebody wanted to make it three parts. Yes. Similar. Similar. <laughs> just and, make it three parts. <laughs> and we said, you know, if anybody could do this, it'd be Christine Foster. And yeah. It didn't work, so nobody can do this. Nobody, no. It does not make me excited for the next three-parter. <laughs> me either. Me either. But who knows? We've been surprised before. Yes, we have, so. but expectations are low. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But hopefully it was entertaining to listen to us talk about Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> we tried. We, we, we did we our did. best. We did our best. <laughs> Do you have a hobo fight? Uh, okay, so I said the entire family versus the entire pit of snakes. Nice. Yes. Poisonous ones. Wow. Yes. That's going to be brutal. <laughs> How many snakes are in that pit? I'm going to say at least 100. Okay. Yeah, like it's like a full-on pit of snakes indiana jones style you know when he's like picking his way through the snakes yeah yeah like that okay cool (laughs) uh mine's pretty similar okay mine's uh hobo and marty in a tag team match against the other two snakes (laughs) i like that too yeah either way the snakes are fighting yeah they have to tag in and out though (laughs) considering how little the snakes were in this episode or all three we really got attached to these snakes yeah yeah (laughs) these attack these snakes got attached to other things (laughs) 
namely the poacher. I was like, where are you going with this? I see. Yeah, hobo got attached to one, and the other one attached <laughs> to the hober. Hober? Hober? Oh, boy. Can you tell we've been Ooh, in this room for a while? That NyQuil is really kicking in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time for a dodo. All right. Um, do you have a bad gun lyric? Yes, I do. Let me okay. find it. <laughs> I should write these down better. I always just highlight mine. That's what I normally do. I feel like I didn't actually bold it. Okay, well, while you're looking for yours, mine is, I've never been to a museum. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I don't know where it went. Let's just go with, is that your sword hilt? <laughs> is that an actual line? Yeah. Is that your sword hilt? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that one a lot. <laughs> the very end. <laughs> That's what he asks. Is that your sword hilt? Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Are you ready for the next episode? I have really high hopes because this has a good title and a pretty good synopsis. All right. Let, let me know what it is. What, next what? episode is called... <laughs> oh, jeez. Next. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Whew. Okay. We can Almost do there. So close. Next episode is called Rabies. <laughs> I'm already on board. Synopsis. A rabid raccoon. Yes. He's on, <laughs> on the loose, and the hobo tries to keep track of it while attracting the attention of nearby humans. Uh, I love that synopsis so much. Yeah. Raccoon intern. He was having a field day. This is his pro. It took four seasons. Yeah. They finally accepted his script. Yeah. He's like, I finally made it. I've done it. <laughs> I'm coming for it. you, Christine. <laughs> it's going to be an epic. <laughs> yes, right. They, I wanted, I had it as a three-parter, but they made me make it into one. <laughs> I don't know what they're missing. <laughs> I've got so much good footage. <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right. Miles of it. <laughs> okay. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train. I'll see you at the next stop. We'll see you at the next stop. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Keep leaving me behind. I know. <laughs> I gotta run after that train. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> Bye, little hobos. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>